The Online Marketing Show. Every day with Joseph Bushnell. Helping you to grow your online business by driving more traffic, improving conversion rates, increasing customer value, and getting things done fast. Listen, take action, make money. Hello, welcome to the Online Marketing Show. This is Joey Bushnell. Today I have a very special guest with me. His name is Neil Patel, and he is a very famous internet marketer. Go to quicksprout.com to find out more about Neil. Neil, thank you for being on the show with me today. No problem. Thank you for having me. Neil, how did you get into this industry? Sure, I got into this industry because when I was a kid, I started my first website. And I thought when you put up a website online, you automatically get traffic to it. Mm -hmm. I was really naive. I didn't know any better. But eventually, I ended up learning, hey, you actually have to market your site online, just like how you would market your offline business. And I didn't have a ton of money, so I eventually had to learn how to do it myself. So you said you were young when you started learning this stuff. How old were you, Neil? Uh, around 16. Wow, okay. So you've been at it a very long time. Today, we're going to be talking about various traffic and online marketing topics. So my first question is, on your website, you talk about being a growth hacker rather than a marketer. Can I ask, what is the difference between a growth hacker and a marketer? Yeah, as Sean Ellis says, uh, you know, a growth hacker is someone who has their nose that points true north. And what a growth hacker is, there's many ways. So let's break it down without using any complicated terms. But in marketing, you'd be like, yeah, let's rank my site on Google to get traffic and let's grow that way. There's many ways to grow a business. You can also grow a business by modifying your product, such as if you want more storage space in Dropbox and don't want to pay for it, you can invite more members. Or you could, uh, if you're YouTube and you want to get more people to watch your videos, you can create embed codes so that way people can embed videos on their site. Those are all examples of how you're leveraging the product to cause more engagement, more users, right? More growth, in essence. You've worked with some top companies, Neil, some huge websites that we've probably all heard of. Can you tell us what are you doing to drive traffic to these major websites? Yeah, the big thing is is a lot of on-page SEO okay. because it, you'll be shocked on how many of these companies mess up on the basic things like not knowing how to correctly optimize their title tags or they have duplicate meta descriptions on every page. Then the other thing we help them with is content marketing, right? How to write the content, get it out there, promoting it via social media, all those types of things. So that way the content spreads, right? Creating infographics, so forth, so on. Uh, and then we also help with conversion optimization because a lot of them have visitors, but they're not converting a ton of them. So we'll look at what's causing people not to convert. How can we modify elements on the page, the copy, whatever it may be to maximize conversions. So. So who are these big sites and companies that you work with, Neil? Worked with uh, quite a bit of sites over the years, but TechCrunch, you know, like Amazon, Zappos, wow. NBC, a ton of them, MTV, right? General Motors, Walmart, Microsoft. Wow, that's incredible. Hats off to you, Neil. That's quite an impressive client list that you have there. One thing that I noticed that you are quite good at, and especially on your site, quicksprout.com, is as you mentioned before, content marketing. So what does it take to get mass traffic to a piece of content? Because a lot of people are creating content, but it's not going viral. People aren't taking much notice of it. So what are you doing differently? 
So one, you have to make sure the content piece is exceptionally good. There's too many people doing content marketing these days. Mm-hmm. Unless it's extremely good, it's not going to do well. Okay. The next thing is you got to promote it. So people spend all their time creating the content, but they don't really spend any time promoting it. You should be spending 50% of the time promoting it. Email other bloggers and say, hey, just release this. Feel free to share it with your audience. Feel free to tweet it out. Go find other Twitter users who you think may like it. Try to get them to tweet it out. Find other people with Facebook fan pages and see if they want to share the content with their audience. But spend a lot of time promoting it. Don't just spend time creating the content itself. Like You need to do both. Okay, so the content itself, Neil, does it need to be lengthy? I know on your site you've got a lot of definitive guides and it's what I would call epic content. It's a bit above and beyond what everyone else is doing. Yeah, the overall goal is just go above and beyond. If you go above and beyond like I do on Quicksprout, eventually you'll do well. We do the same thing at Kissmetrics, right? Just go above and beyond with the content. In the past, I've heard you say that infographics work very well. Why do they work well for getting natural links? Yeah, the reason they work really well for natural links is due to the fact that they are showing data in a visual format. Not everyone enjoys reading. If you can show data in a visual format... That's pretty powerful, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to consider how can you end up just dumbing it down and showing really complex data in a very simplistic form. How does social media affect SEO? Social media affects SEO because the search engines have explicitly said we look at social signals when ranking sites. So it is part of their algorithm these days. Okay. And is it as strong as having a backlink or not quite as strong or would you say they're equal? Yeah, uh, it, at the end of the day, it's like um, it, backlinks, I would say, would be the majority. Okay. Social media helps, but it trickles down from there drastically. I would say backlinks mm-hmm. is the majority, then on-page optimization, and on-page optimization is broken to many different factors, and then things like social signals start coming later down the road. Do you bother with traditional backlinking strategies, Neil? A lot of people, rather than trying to do great content marketing that gets natural backlinks, they are trying to get backlinks in other ways. Do you do all of that, or is that something that you don't really do? Uh, Not really at all, right? I used to, but back in the day, I haven't done that kind of stuff in a long time. So the backlinks that you do get, you're just creating such good content that people link to it naturally? That's correct, yeah. You talk on your site about turning traffic into relationships. Can you give us any tips on how we can do this? Uh, So the way you would convert them into relationships is simple. You would help people out. And that's what most people don't want to do. Take the time. If you have a blog, respond to all your comments. Someone emails you, email them back. Help them. Don't always look for money. Help people because you want to help people. So all those are all ways you can end up converting traffic into relationships. And then relationships often become customers. Is that the idea? That's correct. If you just keep helping people out, you'll be shocked on how many of them will become a customer. How important is it to have a mobile-friendly website? Does that affect our search engine rankings at all? It does uh, for mobile, right? So, But I think it's really important. And the reason being is whether we like it or not, everything's moving to the mobile web. iPads, mobile phones... Android devices, whatever it may be, the growth rate of mobile devices is going at a much faster pace than laptops or computers. So if our site isn't currently mobile-ready, what would you suggest we do? Start from scratch, or are there any little plugins that we can use to make it mobile-responsive? 
Well, there really isn't any good ones that I know. I'm actually trying to think of one. There's some for WordPress. I don't know what the name is, but it didn't work really quite well. It may, it doesn't make your design responsive. It just puts an ugly skin on it. And it's like, hey, now you can consume people's content, you know, in a friendly way. But I don't know of a quick way to make a website responsive other than doing it manually and having someone modify your CSS. So it might be a bit of a pain in the butt, but it's better to get it over and done with now. Just get a mobile-friendly site. My final question, Neil, was about analytics. I know that you have two products that give people extra insights about the visitors that come to their websites. One of those is Crazy Egg, and the other is Kiss Metrics. Could you tell us about those two tools and how they help us and what extra insights they can give to us? So let's first start with Kiss Metrics. Kiss Metrics, the insights it ends up providing is giving you more details on your customer. For example... You use Google Analytics to see what happened on your website, right? But it doesn't tell you who did what. Kissmetrics answers that who question that Google Analytics can't answer. So it'll tell you who's doing what on your site. Now with uh, with that data, you can end up figuring out how to decrease your churn or increase your conversion rates or increase the lifetime value of your customer or increase the average selling price. Because if you know more about your customers, in a non-creepy way, you can figure out how to provide them a better experience, which provides a win-win scenario in which you'll make more money and they'll be happier with what you're providing them. Okay. Cool. Now, Crazy Egg, on the other hand, is a usability analytics tool in which you look at your data in Google Analytics, and Google Analytics is a great tool, by the way, and it shows you the numbers of people visiting this page, you got X people buying, but it doesn't visually show you how people are interacting on your pages. So what Crazy Egg does is it helps you visualize where visitors click and where they don't. And it does this through heat maps, right? It'll show you hot spots for where they click a lot or move their mouse a lot or in cold spots for where they don't. It also shows you how far people scroll down your page. It also lets you segment that data based off of, you know, search engines or different keywords or different browser devices, or mobile or desktop, all that kind of stuff. We actually track mobile, iPad, um, and even laptops and all that kind of stuff. So you can see how do your mobile visitors interact with your website differently than laptop users. So you can figure all of that out through the use of Crazy Egg. Awesome. Thank you so much for taking the time with me today and answering my questions. Where can we get more of this kind of information and content from you? Yeah, uh, I'll be cranking out content on a weekly basis. So hopefully, you know, it all helps you guys grow your businesses. Is that over at quicksprout.com? Is that the place to be? That's correct. Quicksprout, there's blog.kissmetrics.com. There's blog.crazyegg.com, but all three of those sites. Awesome. That's the end of today's episode. Thank you for tuning in. Neil, thank you for being on the show today. The Online Marketing Show. Every day with Joseph Bushnell. Helping you to grow your online business by driving more traffic, improving conversion rates, increasing customer value, and getting things done fast. Listen, take action, make money.